Huntwick.org. 15 seconds remain. Huntwick has it. Forward to Tambellini. Tambellini, he'll shoot. If Pandora's box is a box of chocolates, would I know to stay away? Pandora's box, the box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture and history And as you may have heard many, many times already, this is the 100th anniversary coming up on Sunday of the sinking of the Titanic. This was memorialized in the great newspaper The Onion, saying world's largest metaphor hits iceberg. That's ice-berg for you. Representation of man's hubris sinks in North Atlantic. 1,500 dead in symbolic tragedy. Did jazz sink the great ship? All these questions posed by The Onion, and so many questions 100 years later. The Titanic sank on April 15th, 1912. And just in time, a New York restaurant is recreating the menu, served to first-class passengers on the doomed Titanic. This is according to Agency France Press, which is how I would say it in English, because I could mangle the French, but I wouldn't. At 10 courses, it's a spread that could practically sink a ship by itself. We are very, very seriously, reverently taking this moment here, starting with oysters and ending with Waldorf pudding by way of foie gras pâté, roast duckling, lamb, and five other dishes. The feast promises an elegant evening of dinner and revelry, Brooklyn Eatery Prime Meats said in its newsletter. We're going to look at the menu of the Titanic, and we're going to find out what's eating the Titanic, but in the meantime, we need to get some very sad music. Very, very sad music about breakfast. Here's the associates.
Yes, indeed. Breakfast. No more breakfast on the Titanic, I'm afraid. The Associates and breakfast. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. This is Mike. And presumably some folks on the Titanic had a sense of humor, and this is a tribute to those people. Now, the New York Post had an article, because I'm quoting the New York Post. You know you have to listen. The New York Post, Haley Eber of the New York Post says... As a five-piece orchestra played in the background and waiters presented course after decadent course on silver platters, the first-class passengers of the RMS Titanic were oblivious to the tragedy that would soon follow. At 6 p.m. on April 14, 1912, a bugler... Now, I didn't get a sound of bugles. A bugle CD. There are lots of bugle CDs out there. I could have, could have grabbed one. A bugler summoned the passengers to dress for dinner. And so that they could wear their food back to their rooms. A meal that would range from raw oysters to pâté de foie gras. The clear skies and low temperatures outside gave women passengers an opportunity to get out their latest Parisian gowns, their brilliant jewels, one first-class passenger recalled. Now we're going to go through all ten courses, you and I. We're going to eat it all in the next half hour. So forget your dinner plans. First course on the Titanic was oysters raw on the half shell with horseradish. The second course was consomme olga, scallops with beef consomme. No, consomme olga is not made with euro meat. Olga, euro meat. <laughs> the New York Post says, I know you're listening because it's the New York Post, consomme olga was made from the bone marrow of the sturgeon fish, known as vesiga, perhaps? And we're going to get to the third through ten courses, but in the meantime, perhaps a cocktail? What delight to be given the right to be carefree and gay once again. No longer slinking, respectably drinking like civilized ladies and men. Secluded rendezvous that overlooks the avenue with someone sharing a delight. Chat, listen, that, and cocktails for two as we enjoy a cigarette to some exquisite chansonette. Two hands are sure to slyly meet beneath a serviette with cocktails for two. My head may go really. But my heart will be obedient With intoxicating kisses for the principal ingredient Most any afternoon at five We'll be so glad we're both alive Then maybe fortune will complete the plan That all began with cocktails for two 
afternoon at five. We'll be so glad we're both alive. Then maybe fortune will complete her plan that all began with cocktails. Oh, little did they know. This is Pandora's Lunchbox dedicated to the people in the Titanic who had a sense of humor. And this is also the alternative movie soundtrack. The Titanic sank this Sunday 100 years ago, or 100 years ago this Sunday, perhaps both. But we're looking at the menu on the Titanic the night before. The third course in the meal was filet mignon lily, consisting of carpaccio with arugula, shaved artichoke, truffle, and grated madeira cured foie gras. Now, what is carpaccio? It's a dish of raw meat or fish like beef, veal, venison, salmon, or tuna, uh, this one being filet mignon, thinly sliced or pounded thin and served as an appetizer. So Wikipedia goes on to say that, uh uh-oh, carpaccio was invented at Harry's Bar in Venice, where it was first served to the Countess Amalia Nani Mocenigo in 1950. But wait, the Titanic sailed in 1912. So either Carpaccio was invented in 1912, and Harry's Bar waited almost 40 years to serve it. Can I get some service around here? I'm not getting any younger. Uh, Well, I don't know. Wikipedia goes on to say, Amalia Nani Mosenigo had informed the bar's owner that her vegetarian doctor had recommended she eat only raw meat. Her vegetarian doctor recommended she eat only raw meat. I could say that a third time, but let's move on. That was the third course. Fourth course on the Titanic the night before. Roast duckling with... Oh, wait, I skipped something. Back to the third course. There was a grated Madeira cured foie gras. What is Madeira? It's a kind of Portuguese wine. Okay. The fourth course on the Titanic. Roast duckling with applesauce. That is a cider duck calvados sauce with diced apple and thyme. Calvados is an apple brandy distilled from cider in fr- from northern France. Now the fifth course on the Titanic on the night before. Lamb with mint sauce. Single rack of lamb, pistachio, and mint pesto. Mushy peas and palm puree, being a puree of potato, you know. Now, I wonder if mushy peas or mushy peas was the same thing. I know in Liverpool and some parts of England, mushy peas is something of a delicacy. Delicacy always being kind of a loose term, sometimes meaning everybody eats it, sometimes meaning everybody likes it, sometimes meaning it's expensive. It's hard to say, really. I was told by a friend in London I visited that mushy peas generally come in a can and they're dyed as bright green as possible so you can see them from far, far away. But I actually had some good mushy peas in a restaurant that were something like a lentil doll. So it's possible to have good mushy peas, and I'm thinking they probably had good ones on the Titanic. That was the fifth course. But let's move on now uh, to some punch romaine. I won't tell you what that is yet. It's not punch with pieces of romaine lettuce in it, but I will tell you it's time to drink. And let's start this off with uh, a little bit of dignity, shall we? Uh. Okay. Uh. Back at the house, a bottle 
are stricken with guilt And dutifully see that not one drop is spilt We're drinking to life, we're drinking to death We're drinking till none of our livers are left We're wending our way down to the spirit store We'll drink till we just can't drink With pride, for honor has yet to be satisfied. Well, heaven be thanked, we live in an age when no man need bother except on the stage with Dolce at the coronest, Propatria Mori, and definitely not tonight. I can still remember when I was just a kid. I was free to do what I wanted to, but I never, ever did. So now, with years of discretion reached, <laughs> may we not forget liberté, égalité, fraternité, for there's life in the old world yet.
This is all rather alarming. That was the Divine Comedy and a Drinking Song, complete with Belch at the beginning. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I'm Mike Still. Coming up at 7, Arbolf will help us to face the music. Just a quick note of something going on in the evening tonight of the evening. Uh, Poet Billy Collins, former U.S. Poet Laureate from 2001 to 2003, is at Washtenaw Community College's Towsley Auditorium in the Morris Lawrence Building tonight at 7. It's free and open to the public. That's Poet Billy Collins tonight at 7 o'clock. Now, moving on to the sixth course on the Titanic, the Titanic, the night before it sunk, Punch Romaine. No pieces of romaine lettuce in there. Like I said, Punch Romaine is laced with champagne, citrus, and coconut milk. And I like the sound of that. The seventh course on the Titanic. On the last night, roast squab with watercress vichyssoise. In culinary terminology, squab is a young domestic pigeon or its meat. And vichyssoise is a thick soup made from pureed leeks, onions, potatoes, cream, and chicken stock. Did I eat the brown gravy at chicken stock? I don't recall. Eighth course at the Titanic, on the Titanic. Cold asparagus vinaigrette, chilled asparagus pickled quail eggs, black pepper, mustard vinaigrette, tarragon, and chives. The New York Post says, again, if it's the New York Post, you have to listen. The New York Post says cold asparagus was a delicacy at the time. I should also mention one more event in town. On Monday at the Ann Arbor District Library, those who know of the Titanic may also know of the Andrea Doria which sunk in 1956, another catastrophic shipwreck. A survivor from the Andrea Doria, who was nine years old at the time, Pierrette Domenica Simpson, will be at the Ann Arbor District Library at the downtown branch on Monday at 7 p.m. talking about her experience. So that's another piece of information for you there. Now, in the meantime, while we were playing these songs, these, these alternative themes to the non-existent Titanic uh, postquel, something like that, Arwolf has found a tune that is quite very apropos in a big way. This is the Kamikaze Ground Crew. It goes like this. <laughs> Some are red and white and some are blue Some are green I like the red ones best but you can't have one You can always help us to rearrange the deck chairs And we can all be happy and blind and have a good time Why not help me stack them over here, over there Let's put them all in a big pile right here Right place. Shall we go boating? 
Maybe we'll catch a fish or even one of those nice little submarines. Oh, cute machines. Shall we go boating? Where is my paddle? I think the ship is sinking. We are always rearranging the deck chairs so that we will always have one to sit on. But there is one thing. What if one day someone pulls the plug? We don't care. At least we'll have our own deck chair. 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 Oh my. Thank you, Arwell, for that selection. Wow, that was um, very appropriate. That was Rearranging the Deck Chairs on the Titanic by the Kamikaze Ground Crew, which brings us now to, first of all, what a metaphor, Rearranging the Deck Chairs on the Titanic, famous metaphor. As I mentioned earlier, the headline in The Onion, world's largest metaphor hits iceberg. The Titanic sunk 100 years ago this Sunday, and we are now on to the ninth course the last meal on the Titanic, pâté de foie gras with celery, consisting of sliced torchon with candied celery jam, candied walnuts with celery salt. Torchon is a method of cooking foie gras by which it is placed in a towel, torchon in French, and poached. If you ever read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy with by Douglas Adams, you know you never want to be without your towel in case foie gras is served. And the 10th course, I hate to jump right into this. No, we're just going <laughs> to hold off for a second on the 10th course. There's quite a lot to eat on the Titanic. But first of all, what's eating the Titanic? Let's move forward to the current present, which is now and is happening at the moment. This, according to an article I read on the interweb, the Titanic may wind up being nothing but a macabre collection of rusticles, says researcher Henrietta Mann, Ph.D. Mann, a biologist and geologist at Canada's Dalhousie University, I hope I pronounced that correctly, used an electron microscope to study rare bacteria on board the Titanic. The Titanic is 50,000 tons of steel, Mann said. So there's plenty of food for my bacteria. Previously, researchers had thought that rust on the Titanic was a chemical process, but man discovered that bacteria were literally munching on the remains of the Titanic. The biological cannibalization of the metal fueled living bacteria colonies. In 2010, man found a bacteria never seen before, according to the BBC. She named the bacteria... Halomonas titanicae. I believe that's how you'd pronounce it. I hope it's worth it, but it starts with T-I-T-A-N-I-C-A-E in the second half. Although some of the rusticles are as tall as a man, not Dr. Man, but as a man, a man, the bacteria themselves are only 1.6 micrometers in length. They're naked to the human eye. These bacteria also eat iron and cast iron, Curiously, they don't attack brass, Mann says. Mann cataloged 27 different types of bacteria living in the weirdly shaped rust formations. They share space and living arrangements on the Titanic with tube worms and other small creatures in what Mann calls a symbiotic colony. That's the Titanic today. Well, now it's going to be really weird to jump back to the 10th course on the Titanic, isn't it? Okay, let's just, let's just plunge in. No, 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 no. Let's just do it. Tenth course is Waldorf pudding. 
The Wikipedia says the exact recipe for this dessert served on the Titanic remains unknown. Several speculated recipes, including yep, using apples, walnuts, and raisins, which are key ingredients in the Waldorf salad, do exist. But there's no evidence that any of these ingredients were used in the Waldorf pudding served on the Titanic. The chefs at the Waldorf Hotel had never heard of Waldorf pudding around the time of the sinking of the Titanic. A menu from Celebrity Cruises describes Waldorf pudding served on the RMS Olympic in 1914, however, as a creamy vanilla pudding flavored with a hint of nutmeg, diced apples, and sultana grapes. So perhaps one of the great mysteries of the Titanic is what was in the pudding. We're almost out of time, so I don't think we'll solve that in the next five minutes. But in the meantime, another song from the imaginary soundtrack of post-Titanic. My wife lies down in a chair and peels the pen. I know she's there. I'm making coffee for two, just me and you. But I come back in with coffee for three. Coffee for three. My dead wife sits in. Combing her hair, I know she's there. She wanders off to the bed, shaking her head. Robin, she said, You know, I don't take sugar. My wife and my
Let's roll the credits, shall we, on post-Titanic. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Thank you for being you for a pretty long time. The Titanic sank 100 years ago this coming Sunday. And now we'll end with a selection that Arwolf has found. This is quite appropriate and will help us with the all-important transition. This is the Old South Quartet. And the Titanic sank at 2.20 a.m. on April 15th, 2012. And so, for all the people on the Titanic with a sense of humor, here is the Old South Quartet, and this is Oysters and Wine at 2 a.m. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Strolling the beach at moonlight While the wild waves are rolling the seals Then give me a lady for waltzing Those pledges to me be our plan And quickly pass by it is finished We have white shoes and wine at two We have white shoes and wine at two We have two Yeah.